0: Hello and welcome to the 16th episode of the 34 Sports Podcast. It's just going to be me this week, so buckle in. Uh, We're going to get started with some NBA news. Um, This week, actually not NBA quite yet, this week's half a meatball is the LA Clippers for losing by 50 at halftime and then losing the game by nearly 40 to a Mavericks team that doesn't even have Porzingis. Although the Mavs team is a top-tier team either way, I think that was just a really horrific showing for the Clippers and just Paul George in general. Uh, Paul George had had an uptick. That's a double negative saying had twice. But he'd been on an uptick for the whole week. And then when he had the ability to be the top player on the team by himself, he did not take advantage of it. thus making him still the idiot on the news that everybody portrays him as. Uh, Paul George has got to pick his stuff up if he's going to show that he's not the same guy he was last year. He can't uh, have down games like this, especially without Kawhi, because we know Kawhi is going to rest. Uh, This wasn't a rest game. Well, to an extent it was, but he did get hit in the jaw pretty hard by Ibaka enough that he needed eight stitches. But, nevertheless, when Kawhi is not there, the other guys have to play. They have to. Lou Williams has been a shell of himself ever since the season got canceled. I don't know. I, I Lou Williams needs to find himself again, or he should find himself on the trade market if you ask me. But uh, that's my half a meatball a week is the Clippers. That was just one of the worst performances I've seen out of a team that was supposedly supposed to have played defense in my life. Um the the Mavs were on but they shouldn't have played like they should not have been able to play like that on their Clippers team. They heavily have disappointed me the whole time they have been together besides maybe the first couple of months where I had some hope for them. Um if they don't clean this up, they well they have to clean this up. I'll leave it at that for now. Now moving on to the NBA. It's been quite a week. I've been watching a lot. Um I do the nightly recap, which I need to get better on. I'm going to start doing it before I go to bed now um, and have it up for you guys to listen to on YouTube um, at about 9 in the morning. But we'll get on that. That's besides the point. But two guys that have been really going off separate from their teams is Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram has been a key part of that big three that has really started to show itself this year in in uh, New Orleans with him and Zion and Lonzo now that Lonzo shoots more Lonzo's had one bad game that I've seen but the other ones he's been doing fairly well for them Ingram himself uh, got player of the week I think I already said that but I'll reiterate it uh, he got 26 and a half points this 26 and that wow 26.7 points 7.3 rebounds and 6.7 assists uh, Ingram has played well for them um He's been a key part of this run. Zion's just been uh, been doing what he has to. The lowest game he's had is 15 and 10 uh, rebounds, 15 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, But he's had even outbursts up in 30 points. Uh, Ingram, though, the other day nearly had a triple-double. This stat line's about three-quarters of the way there to a triple-double. But the other day he was one rebound off of a triple-double. So Ingram has really shown himself. Uh, Lonzo's also helping too. Stan Van Gundy, as much as I disliked him in Detroit, seems to be doing okay to this point. I mean, that with the talent they've got there, it's hard for him to mess it up, but uh, I hope he doesn't. Uh, Lonzo's been shooting more. That's what he wants him to do, and I like that because Alonzo has the ability to shoot. He's just so focused on playmaking that he hurts himself. Uh, uh, he hurts his uh, presence, uh, what he can do, especially with that pick and roll with Zion. I've been seeing them drop a lot, so Zion on the roll doesn't. uh, They're afraid he's gonna come down, which leaves that nice mid range for Lonzo, which he can hit. Um, I expect quite a bit out of the Pelicans. I in two weeks I will give my uh, maybe next week or the week after I'll give my new uh, like a power rankings kind of thing, just uh, where I think everybody is who's falling the most. But that'll be in another week. Um, Another guy that has been really going off and has led uh, their team to a perfect 3-0 and so far is DeMontis Zabonis of the Indiana Pacers. He's averaging 12, 24.3 points, 11 rebounds, and 7 assists. He had upwards, I think, of 36 points the other night in a triple-double performance. I'm not sure who it was against. But Zabonis, his dad was good, but his dad wasn't quite quite the same player he was. I mean, it was back in the day when they told you if you were in the post, stay in the post. But Zabonis has the ability to dribble the ball and work really well. He's a quick guy in the pick and roll. He's probably, I was thinking about it the other day, I think he's probably the best power forward in the league if you really get down to it. Uh, Well, no, and I consider Davis more of a center. Uh, I don't know, he plays for Yeah, probably Davis and then... uh, Zabonis, but I don't, honestly, I think Zabonis is giving him a run for his money this year. I don't see Davis, uh, well, position situations, um, Davis can put up these numbers, but uh, I think Zabonis is right up there with Davis. I can't decide between the two, so I'll just uh, pass the buck on that one and just say they're close to each other. I think Zabonis works very well, too. Um, he works well with all the Oladipo. But it seems like when Oladipo's out now, since uh, Oladipo had, had all them injuries, the bonus knows how to ho- hold his own now, uh, having that experience. It also has helped that Miles Turner, his uh, other guy down on the blocks with him, uh, that's a term that's kind of outdated now, but um, Turner has had 17 blocks in three games. That I'm not good at math, but I think that's about four and a half blocks a game. Yeah, that would be close. Yeah, that's not exact, but that would be close to about four and a half blocks a game. Uh Turner is a really good asset piece to that team. He should really be on the Celtics right now if Danny Ains, the Celtics GM, hadn't have got um greedy and tried to go to where Ola Depot in that trade. Uh he would have had uh he would have had Turner and the Pacers would have uh would have uh Hayward now who's in Charlotte. Um but yeah, they've been playing very well. Uh, let's move on to the rookies of the rookie of the weeks. I had to pick these myself because I guess I always thought because when I play two K they always give a rookie of the week, but I guess they don't do that in the NBA anymore or else I couldn't find it. I went west and east because that's what they do in the player of the week. My Western player of the week this week was James Wiseman. He averaged fourteen point seven points, five point seven rebounds and um, one-and-a-half blocks with a high block game of three. I watched that game that he had three blocks. Um, it was when they got blown out against the Bucks, but uh, Wiseman got to play a good amount of time after the game was already finished, and that helped his stats a little bit. But I just think despite Edwards' outburst of 15 points and then 18 the other night, I think Wiseman has all around been more consistent. Um, and just he's a presence down low you can already see I think the blocks put him higher than Edwards um, but Edwards is, was right there I was very close to putting Edwards Edwards has played well too for um, uh, Mem for uh, what team Minnesota yeah Minnesota my bad kind of slow thinking today but for Minnesota he's really just shown that he could be a good guy off the bench and possibly a starter uh, Minnesota's kind of they played well. I think they're undefeated at this point. They may have lost last night. Uh, Cat went down with an injury. He'll be out for a few games. Um, uh, John ja Moran also got hurt too yesterday rolling his ankle, but let's I uh, hope Ja gets back quick. It's three to five weeks from what I saw because uh, that Memphis team needs him. Uh, back to the rookie of the rookie of the week. Ah uh, for the East, it was rather hard for me. Um, LaMelo ball was close, but I took him uh, I took uh, that zero point game into into consideration and I ended up giving it to the Bulls pick, which I wasn't that happy with Patrick Williams. Um, in his debut, he put up sixteen points and since then he's averaged I think ten point. Ten points a game, three rebounds, and 1.6 blocks in 27 minutes. Um, he's played a lot better than I thought he would, and he seems to fit right with the Bulls. So they they made a good pick there. I just think I still think it was a little bit high, but um, they needed a good defensive guy, and they may have found it here with Patrick Williams. Uh, I haven't watched too many Bulls games. I didn't even watch the Warriors game to get to the Bulls, but um, he looks like he's going to be good for them um that's my picks right there uh this is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast uh this week I don't have a ton of time but I will be moving on to the NFL at this point actually no I will talk about a little more NBA then I'll try to get my top five off the top of my head of just where I think power rankings are right now um my number one right now is the Nets the Nets look virtually unstoppable um, just Kyrie's playing at an MVP level Durant's playing just under uh, Kyrie, I mean they're both dominant, it does hurt that they lost Dinwiddie for the season but I think the way Levert has been playing, last night when I was betting on FanDuel he gave me 61 points Um, and at points, well, I won't get into the whole betting points thing but he had 26, 10 rebounds I th- this is just off the top of my head and I think Eight assists. No, I don't think he had ten rebounds. Maybe it's ten assists and, like, six rebounds. But he had, and he had two steals, which was very good. Um, that's good off the bench for them and uh, maybe even – he was starting because Irving sat. Okay, but they – and they lost. Actually, I'm going to move them down a couple of slots, but the Nets are still a very good team when everybody's there. Um, I'll put the Lakers at one. The Lakers have looked pretty good. Everything seems to be gelling. Um I won't get into the center position. I've already talked about that before. I'm not really happy with Gasol at center for them, but it hasn't seemed to bother them a ton. Um, they're my number one right now. My number two off the top of my head would probably be Indiana at this point. Um, they've done fairly well. Even when, Zabon- when Depot sat, they were still able to get the win. Um, I like them a lot. Um, yeah. One, two, probably Nets, three. I'll just do top three because I can't really think off the top of my head right now, but those are probably my top three teams right now. Clippers were up there until they lost to the Mavs, um, so they're going to have to work back up, but that's my top three right now. Um, they're playing really well. Uh, the season still does a lot to shape up and shape out. I don't really see the Lakers, not the Lakers, not now. That's a mistake. I don't see the Pacers being top. Um, coming down the stretch. I see them definitely as a playoff team, but I don't see them as a top tier uh, in the long run, but maybe they'll prove me wrong. We have yet to see. Now I'm going to move on to the NFL uh, with the MVP. I think Rodgers pretty well in this week. I said it last week on the podcast. He pretty well locked it up for himself this week with a win. Um, Rodgers had uh, Went in a good game. He had four touchdowns, one interception, 231 yards on 84% completion. That's the key word right there. 84% completion with 138.5 QBR. I don't know what the heck a QBR is, but I but I know the percentage is calculated into that. But that 84% completion rating is your key stat right there. Rogers was just throwing all over that Titans team, and he basically, like I said last week, if the Titans won, Derrick Henry would be your top guy, and if the Packers won, it would be Rodgers, and Rodgers torched that Titans team, and even Derrick Henry couldn't do anything against the defense, so that that Packers team is going to be a hard out if they get out in the whole playoffs. I've got them as one of my top contenders for the championship this year to go to the Super Bowl. We'll see what happens, but right now, that Packers team is clicking on all cylinders at the right time of the year Mahomes, the reason why I have taken Mahomes down a notch he was right up there with Rodgers for me but Mahomes has had had last time he had to really push at the end there because the Chiefs kind of get lazy. I like the Chiefs, but they get lazy in the middle of the game because they know if they keep it within a touchdown they can get there. He at the end of the game he had two touchdowns, one interception, 278 yards, but only 54 percent completion for an 85 QBR. 54 percent completion compared to Aaron Rodgers is 84. Aaron Rodgers won the game. Mahomes nearly lost the game, even though Mahomes did still win the game. Rodgers nearly lost it. I mean, not Rodgers. Mahomes nearly lost it. Rodgers dominated 40-14 over the Titans. And if it was close before, Rodgers has definitely got the nose now. I highly expect Rodgers to get MVP. Um, He's been in it all year, especially with Russell Wilson's hot start. He was still there. Mahomes playing decent, but the way Mahomes and the Chiefs kind of pack it in is not going to help his MVP, and it is Rodgers, who is MVP. Um, I'm going to get the NFL games up just so I have reference real quick. Don't mind my typing. Um, Yesterday, Bill Belichick officially um, has been taken out to the taken out to the cleaners by Tom Brady. Uh Brady has shown he could still win without Roger without I'm stuck on Rogers. Brady has shown he can win without Bilichek and Bilichek's roster does not allow him to win despite him being a good coach. They don't have a good QB. Cam Newton has never been the same since his MVP season and he has officially hit rock bottom. He can't even get the run game going anymore. And the Bills just absolutely bodied them on Monday Night Football. Uh, I think Monday Night Football needs a revamp. Uh, they need when they get games next year. They got to be a whole heck of a lot better than the Bills and Patriots. Uh, maybe early in the season that would have been a better matchup. Patriots are still six and nine. That's enough to be in a in a um, spot to contend for the a- for the NFC East. But um, that's they're not in that division. And the Bills absolutely took them to town. Uh, Monday Night Football, though, needs a revamp. They need some of the game. Bills, not Bills, Packers-Titans would have been a really good Monday Night Football game. Uh, it was a snow game on Sunday this week, but uh, the Monday Night Football just isn't that interesting to watch. Um, now let's move on to somebody. Uh, let me look down the list here. Um, the Saints game. The Saints game, Kamara ran for six touchdowns and he was just that's probably going to be the best game you'll ever see Kamara have in his career because that is a career game. That um, he had had a quiet season for most of the season until that game and he the Vikings stood no chance. It's funny how a team that has Dalvin Cook who runs over everybody else can't guard the can't guard the run uh, when it's on the other hand cuz Kamara they didn't even have to throw. I don't even know if Maybe he did late, but Drew Brees, I don't think even threw for a touchdown, it maybe one late, uh, but all they did was just hand it to Kamara the whole game. It was basically just a, I don't know if he even got touched that much either, so it was basically an off game for Brees because he didn't have to do a whole lot to get them up the field. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a—that shows me the Saints could contend in the playoffs if that—that that is the way they can play. I mean, the Vikings aren't a top-tier team, but they were a, a borderline playoff team, and they're going to have probably another team like that in the first couple of rounds. Um, we'll have to see. Uh, let's move on to the Dolphins and Raiders game. That was a Saturday game. Dolphins did fairly well. Tua was doing okay through the game, but then the real play of the game for me was in when Ryan Fitzpatrick came in and got face masked and still threw the ball close enough for them to kick the f- didn't they kick a field goal? They might have pushed for a touchdown. I think I I don't know. But the way they finished it, that one forty yard throw from Fitzpatrick was on the money, but he got face masked so hard it shows you just how good of a QB he can be at times when he is on. Uh, the Dolphins got a good tandem there. They can bring, I heard, uh, I think it was on Pat McAfee's show, he said they can bring in Fitzpatrick to just finish the games for them. Um, and that's that's what he did that game. Um, all right, let's move on. The Bears are looking a lot better. I'm not going to get into the game too much because I didn't watch it and I don't know too much about it. But they are back in the playoff hunt at 8-7. and seven uh because of their win 41 to 17 over the jags who now have the first pick um despite the jets trying to suck early they uh beat this they beat the browns this week um I had baker mayfield that's probably the last time I'll bet nfl for a while because i had mayfield at qb uh for my qb pick that week and he got uh taken to town by a jets team that had no business doing so Um, but yeah, that gives the Jags the first pick, and you might as well just call that Trevor Lawrence. He gave the Jags Trevor Lawrence. Now, I did watch the end of the Chiefs game, and uh, that was why I was talking about it in the MVP race. The Falcons blew another lead to the Chiefs, uh, but the Chiefs should not be in that position. The Chiefs need to stop playing down to their their, uh, teams, Uh, but the Uh, Mahomes came down and he was able to get the win because that's what Mahomes does. But uh, I did not like that out of the Chiefs this week. Uh, Now, Steelers-Colts was interesting. Uh, The top receiver for the Steelers, which hasn't happened for a while, was Juju Smith-Schuster with nine receptions. Uh, Let me look through my notes. What did he have? Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju had nine receptions for 191 yards and one touchdown, which is highly uh, irregular because Juju usually doesn't get a ton of receptions, doesn't get a ton of touches since Antonio Brown left, although he does like to dance on logos a lot more than he should. He did in this game, and they came back. The Colts blew a 24-7 lead, which should never happen. And I think uh, from what I was looking, the Colts – now leave their playoff chances in a lot of people's hands that aren't themselves they had a chance to clinch the division i think over the titans but they couldn't do so and now the titans have the tiebreakers so uh that's looking a little bit iffy for the colts going forward um but yeah the colts should have won that game let the steelers come back and get the need of win so now they i saw today that uh Roethlisberger is going to sit out for um, Mason Rudolph this week. So they're basically, they've got it. Um, What do we got? Uh, Ravens knocked the Giants out of the chance to win the NFC East, which is a garbage division anyway. Um, What is his name? Oh, man, why can't I think now? Oh, Chargers, QB... Chargers QB. I'll, if I think about it, I'll come back to it because there's not any point of talking about it if I can't remember. Panthers hurt Washington's chances to win the NFC East. Washington could not get any offense going. They're, they had Dwayne ha- Dwayne Haskins, but he's been spending a too a little too much time at the club and a little less time figuring out how to play in the NFL because uh, he got waived this week after this loss to the Panthers. And the Panthers really had no business beating the the Washington football team. Their defense was really good. Um, they've got Terry McLaren to throw to. They just don't have a QB with Alex Smith out. Um, but Haskins just never really fit. And after um, Ron Rivera lost to the Panthers, who he just got done coaching, uh, he probably wasn't too happy. So Dwayne had to go down the road. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Cowboys-Eagles. The Cowboys were eager to get back into the top of the division. Once they did so with this win, they're now tied with Washington at 6-9 and nine, with a chance to still make the playoffs despite Dak not being there. Um, Eagles started played Hurts. I mean, Hurts played fairly well, and I think if they had played Hurts through the entirety of the season, they probably would have been in the playoffs right now, but they played Wentz. But um, I like hurts going forward for them, but it's good for the Cowboys to get back in the playoff uh, uh, playoff race. I think Gallup and Amari uh, Cooper both had 100 yard uh, games with a touchdown, so that was good for them. Seahawks beat the Rams, clinching their division if I'm not mistaken, or if not clinched, they're fairly close to 20 to nine. Russell Wilson's still been playing fairly well, although he's not in the MVP conversation anymore, um, but a good uh, good game for Seahawks that day. Rams have kind of, ever since they lost to the Jets, they kind of very well, uh, may very well have blown the playoff chances. Um, but yeah, uh, last thing I'll talk about is just Detroit sports in general. Lions, very little talk about. I'm glad they fired Patricia, but they still have to figure it out. It'll be next season before they do. Um, lost 47-7 to against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I figured it was going to be a blowout. The Bucks needed this to make the playoffs, and I think they did so with a win. Um, so, uh, yeah, Lions didn't have a whole lot going for them. I didn't watch the game. I don't bother watching games for the Lions very much. Once I know the season's pretty well, tanked. So yeah, that's it. But unhappier happier news, last night, even though the Pistons lost, I'm very, very happy with how they played. Killing Hayes had his best game of the year. Let me pull up the stats so I can get a little bit better. Um Detroit Pistons. Let me pull up the stats from last night. They only lost by eight points to the Rocket to the the Hawks last night. Um Uh, surprising um, let me go let me get the stats up they're not giving me the stats anywhere here we'll go here Uh, but they surprised me last night with the ability of the young guys to play above what I thought they were going to Um, I'm glad they did Uh, this is not what I want they're not giving me what I want come on ESPN let's schedule, maybe I can grab it off of here, sorry for this, uh, let's, no, why, okay, let me go, let me go Pistons game stats, stats, sorry about this, let's see what we got, um, Pistons versus Hawks box score. Okay. Yeah, not what I wanted, but I will. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, it. it was back I missed it. That. Okay. Now, I'm liking some of the guys they brought in, like Delam Wright had 18 points, 4 assists, and 5 rebounds. 1 for 2 from 3, 5 for 9. He's played fairly good alongside D. Rose, who has started. Or maybe they started Hayes, but either way, Hayes started last night his best game with 10 points, 8 assists, and 2 rebounds. Uh, Casey said going forward that he might start Hayes which uh, permanently, which would be good because I'm tired of them playing Blake and D. Rose like 30 minutes a game or 25-plus while the rookies don't get a lot of time. Drian Grant yesterday, or Jeremy, I keep getting him and his brother confused, had 27 points and 6 rebounds. So for all the people who said that Jeremy couldn't take more of an offensive role, that shows you he can. And a guy who has surprised me a ton has been Josh Jackson. I've not seen him play this well since Kansas. Last night he had his best game since college. Every time he has a better game, I keep saying since college, but now... He's really starting to come into his own. 27 points, 2 assists, and 4 rebounds. I think we found a gem in the rough with Josh Jackson. I didn't think he had this in him, so I'm happy about that. Um, now, Shadiq Bey, the other rookie, 16th pick. I think it was 16. Yeah, 16th pick, Shadiq Bey. 10 points and 7 rebounds, and he's a 3. Uh, I, like, I like him. He shot 3 for 11, but he's still... He's trying out there. I mean, it was more of a throwaway game anyway. Now, one person I was kind of disappointed with last night was Sekou Boya. Although he was on a minutes restriction, he got 10 minutes and only got two points and one rebound. Not too happy with that. Uh, Hopefully in the future he does better than that. Um, And they got Isaiah Stewart out there. He had two points, two assists, but the key stat is eight rebounds in 14 minutes. I like that. Only shot one for four. But I don't expect shooting out of him like I do out of Dumboya, who took three shots in ten minutes, and he's supposed to be an offensive guy. Um, Got to see more out of Dumboya going forward. But I'm happy to see Hayes and uh, progressing and Bay progressing, and I'm happy to see that Josh Jackson can really be what we thought he was in college. All right, well, I think what, – what are we going on? All right, that's a little bit better than it would have been. Okay, I think that's where I'm going to call it today. Um, Uh, if you do get a chance, I've been doing a nightly recap every day. I think I've, I've uploaded every day since December 26th, which is, no, I did it on Christmas too. Every day since December 25th, I've uploaded a video. No, but it doesn't matter the day, but I'm going to upload streak. I'm going to keep uploading. I do these little non-edited, basically live streams because I can't live stream it, but it's not live because I upload it, but I just go what's off the top of my head. If you get a chance, check those out. I, I'm going to try to get one full-length video going again. This year. This one this week was about uh, possible expansion teams in the NBA. I list off my top five locations that I think Seattle was one of them. I'll give that away. It's in the thumbnail anyway. Uh, that's about 17 minutes if you get a chance to watch that. Yeah. Um, uh, if you guys want to keep up with that, we've got an Instagram, uh, 34 Sports Talk on Instagram. Go check that out. Uh, but other than that, thank you guys for watching. Please like, drop a comment, and subscribe. Uh, we'll be back next week, and I'll have a video going tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, thank you for watching.